is Tipton Golf Coach Heath Hesse, and you're listening to the Coach's Corner Podcast. season is underway, and today will be a preview podcast. On the program are Tipton football coach Mark Langenfeld, Tipton volleyball coach Amy Collender, Tipton cross country coach Eric Walsh, and Tipton swimming coach Whitney Gears. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Podcast. We're catching up with Tipton football coach Mark Langenfeld. The Tigers are getting preparations ready for the new season. Coach, welcome on. Thanks, Stonebreaker. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's exciting to toss the football around and see the team working out. Um, you know, I've driven by going places and you see the team getting ready. You have good numbers, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Good numbers. We have a uh... Uh, we're heavy in the upper grades. I'm still working on getting some, some more sophomores and freshmen out. Uh, there was rumor that one more freshman is going to show up today, and I'd be happy to have them. Um, so we only have nine in those two lower grades, but I think we're sitting at like 18 seniors and 14 juniors. So 32 upperclassmen, I mean, that's a team right there. Plus there's some sophomores that are you know, doing good things and getting themselves in the mix too. So Those things, that's a... that's kind of good. It allows you to keep the JV at the JV, you know, and kind of gel sort of thing. I mean... Gel may not be the word I'm looking for, but you know you can you can give them time to develop as a unit, yeah. either offense or defense. Is that kind of the things that can come out of that? Yeah. So you know, until school starts here, um, we won't. I really haven't seen all of our numbers. You know, since it's still been summer, last week of summer, people have been vacationing. The fair took away some numbers, but um, we have about 48 guys out, and there's some injuries. But if we can keep our numbers at 44. You can have a varsity team going against the next best 11, and then a JV team going against the next best 11, and everybody gets to hit somebody. Um, don't have to work on cans, and it, I think that really helps um, when teams can actually you know, hit bodies out there. Um, that really helps uh, when it comes to getting to your blocks and, and knowing where you're supposed to go and, and adjustments you have to make you know, on play and where certain people are lined up. You've been around the program. You're in a new role. How's it going? It's great. Um, so the, the cool thing here is my fourth year. Um, Kind of moved up every year. Started out calling plays for the fresh soft team. Called plays for the JV team a second year as the JV head coach last year. And then, um, so I've kind of I've kind of moved up with the senior class. I got to see them grow since they were freshmen. Now they're seniors, and you know that's one reason why I was I was really excited to take this over is because I've been with them the whole way. I've I've coached these seniors every step of the way. Um, so I, I think I have a good relationship with them, and that's definitely helped us. That's definitely helped me. Um, kind of mesh with the team, and I think they were very comfortable um, with me taking over because you know I've, I've been coaching them all the, you know the whole way. So 
You guys have had a busy summer. Um, you know, you guys have gone to camps, some team camps and stuff. How'd summer go? And, you know, you guys are kind of uh, deep into preparations here. You know, school starts tomorrow. So, you know, when the podcast comes out, school will already be in session, I should say. But how, how'd summer go? Summer was great. Um, I am very excited to get back to the school year, get kids in a routine, um, get kids going to bed earlier and things like that. So there's a lot of positives, but um, summer was great. We um, had lifting five days a week. Uh, a lot of kids made it there. At, uh, a lot of kids made it there five. There was a good amount that um, made it there at least three. So we've been doing a lot of work in the weight room. Um, put some installs in earlier in the summer, did a little seven on seven. A uh, big turning point for us, we finally got to put some pads on. We went to uh, Pella Camp, uh, team camp, in late July, um, and it was great for us. We got to see a couple 4A schools, a couple 3A schools, some good 1A schools, and a really good 2A school. So we got to see all sizes, um, different types of defense, different types of offense, and I think team camps are always a great way to, to break that lull in the summer. You know, you go, you hit the same people, or you, you're going against the same people, you can't really hit each other, and... Um, you know, finally getting to put those pads on, it was it was great. Putting pads on earlier helps a little too, because then you can kind of, you know, the, the, there's a little bit of uh, rust to knock off, and you can do that earlier versus wait until August. Yeah, yeah, and the great thing is we got we got film in all those camps too, so we we got to break down film and see kids, you know, making their blocks and hitting their holes and tackles and stuff, and got a lot of, uh, of tape out there for them to watch these last couple of weeks of summer. About two weeks into camp here now, uh, uh, preseason activities. How have things gone that way? You guys have uh, um, a scrimmage coming up tonight. It'll be passed by the time this comes out. So I apologize, but you know, Anamosa, um, a team that um, has been on the schedule in the past before, that'll be kind of an interesting. You know, they have a larger team, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So you know, getting reps for all the levels should be exciting too. Yeah. So 3A school, uh, Anamosa, is they, they played us. They had a little issue with some ineligibilities last year, but still played you know, some us tough game in the scrimmage. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to Friday, and should you're exactly right, should be able to get a lot of bodies out there. You guys have some new coaches here this year. Why don't you run through your coaching staff? Yeah, so um, I'm my fourth year head coach. My offensive coordinator is going to be Rich Fisher. He's in year 11. Um, Appleton Parkersburg guy. You can't, you can't beat tradition there, so... Um, under Ed Thomas, he, he knows his stuff. He's a real X's and O's guy. Um, defensive coordinator is going to be Anthony Adams. He started the same year as I did. Um, quarterback from Loris, but uh, switched over the defensive side this year because, I mean, he, he knows how to break down game film from, from one side. Being a quarterback, he knows coverage and stuff like that, and he's really been doing an excellent job. Um, we're, we're sticking with some similarities with the defense this year, so that's been a pretty that's been a strong point for us. A lot of guys just coming back getting ready, doing a lot of the same things. Um, after that, Darren Lenz is in year two. He's going to be the JV uh, head coach. He's also going to work with our linebackers. Um, and then Eric Irons comes back for his third year. Um, he'll be with our defensive backs. And then two new ones this year, Jake Morris, um, Solon guy, another you know, story tradition, good guy to have on the, on the team. So he's joining us. We'll be working with our defensive line. And then uh, Max Mathias will, will be working with me in our in our offensive line. Coach, while we uh, talk some names now, uh, go around, start wherever you want. Uh, I, I always like starting the inside, work the way out. So start with the lineman maybe and work your way out. You pick the side of the football. You tell me uh, who's where. And, you know, you, I'm guessing you have some position battles going on. And uh, let's 
see what we got. Tons of position battles. We, we honestly, I'll tell you right now, we don't know where, where a lot of these guys fit in, and that's a great thing for us. Keeps, keeps things competitive during practice. Um, we get to see a lot of guys in a lot of different areas. Um, so we, that's what we plan to do you know, during Animosis, move a lot of guys around. Um, I said the defense has been pretty good, so I'll start over there. Uh, we, have, we do have, I can't tell you exactly on what side of the ball, but we have nine total returning starters, which is huge for us. Um, but with that defensive line, they should be anchored down by, by our two ends, um, Frank Beerman and Niall Shutt. They were starters last year there. They're gonna gonna hopefully be there. I'm sure Beerman will, will stay there. We might bump Nyland a little bit if we can find another end, but um, that defensive line, Coach Morris has really got them working. I think that's gonna be one of our, you know, kind of our, our best position group this year. Uh, a lot of size, a lot of size. Um, but we can also mix in some speed in there as well. So. Otherwise, interior, we got about six guys still battling for positions, and that's a, that's a spot that we plan to um, you know, get guys circled in and out, and depending on down and distance, things like that. I've noticed uh, you know, in driving by, we passed the eye test. I'm guessing we have some good size in the middle there, too. Um, I, I know I have a daughter you know, in, in school here, and I know some of the classes. I know some of the people that were out last year and potentially and probably are out this year. And we have some big kids. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to pigeonhole them in or get you to tell me too much here, but I'm guessing size is not an issue for our team. Not at all. Um, we're going to be we're going to be pretty big across both lines, but not a slow kind of big, um, but a strong and athletic kind of big. Uh, a lot of those guys have been in the weight room. Those that are around the the 240 to 250 range. I mean, they're they're athletic. They can move. Uh, we got a couple, a couple three hundred pounders that are that'll anchor down the the middle of both sides, and yeah, I mean we're gonna be we're gonna be tough up front, and that that's you know that was my position I played my entire life. I was a center and a, and a nose guard, and um, I, I firmly believe that the game's won and lost right there. I mean that that's a huge part. You can you can move guys back on on the offensive side, move guys back three yards. We'll take three yards every time. Um, you know you got some some run stuffers there, and you cannot get moved back on defense. You hold the team to one or two or get negative yardage. I mean, that's huge. Linebackers and defensive backs. Linebackers, again, is another position that um, we, we really don't know. Um, we, again, we just had some seniors um, join us this week. They were at uh, basic training. Um, another one, We got another one to come out, and another one did an internship. So a couple of those guys will be ends and inside and outside linebackers. So... Um, you know, we have probably a couple, a couple core guys. Should see um, Lake Anderson out there, um, and probably, probably Andrew Comstock. But there's a couple sophomores that are that are getting reps in. So along with the D tackles, the our inside linebackers be a, a group that we really spell a lot. You guys have um, last year. I noticed uh, uh, intensity about the defense, and um, you didn't shy away from contact or hits. And that was the last couple of years have been kind of the more more aggressive defensive unit. Is that kind of what we're going to see a little bit uh, the same? Absolutely. So uh, we're, we're kind of building on that. So last year we were very physical, but we were not very technically sound. Um, we had D linemen running up field. We had um, our linebackers weren't um, weren't very good with their block destruction. They would go under blocks, and, and you know a good running back sees that go under the block, and they read their their offensive blockers, um, their backside, and get right around us. So um, really working on discipline. Discipline is a huge thing in doing, doing your job for the team, um, not being a one-man show. So that, that's been a huge, huge thing for me. I've, 
I probably said the word discipline 100, 160 times this summer and this first couple weeks of practices. So, Flip over to the offense. Uh, well, I guess you, you talk about the defensive back first. I'm going to go back there. There's another strong crew for us. Um, we have two returning starters there, um, Austin Lenz and, and Peyton Elijah. Um, so two of our two of our three backs coming back, and then uh, other one would probably be Jackson Murphy, and another senior leader kid that's that's worked his tail off. He's been in the weight room a lot, and uh, uh, should be another pretty strong unit for us there. Um, offensively, uh, definitely still piecing some things together, throwing in a, a new system. Um, so a lot of kids have to relearn things, but looking down at our uh, well, people that see our program, they're going to see the letters UT in there a lot, stand for utility. We got six or seven guys that I am more than confident working the ball through. So teams, I know there's probably a couple guys out there that, that teams will recognize from last year that they'll think we're going to work through, and, and if they plan for those two guys, I got five others that I'm fully confident can take the, take the load. Special teams, still looking at a few guys. Yeah, still looking at a few guys. I mean, we still don't we still don't know who that kicker's going to be. Still don't know who that punter's going to be. Um, one kid that I'll say that we plan on using a lot on special teams is a sophomore that's really stood out to me, uh, Skylar Schmidt. He's a he's an angry little kid. He gets out there. He's a, he's a wrestler type, so he's going to hit. He's going to hit you hard. He's going to hit you low, and he's going to finish the play. So. Um, he's a kid that I expect to be out there on about all special teams, and he'll be one of those guys that should get some time at, at linebacker, and you know he'll still play some some JV games the offensive side. But he's been a kid that, that this summer has been. I mean, he's just he's fast, he's strong, and he's got he's a good open field tackler. So it's a guy that you want on your special teams. You've been through many uh, uh, preseason camps. Is there any? balance between wanting to get everything in quick versus you know trusting your process of where you want to be in the end trust the process of where you want to be in the end that, that's always my thing you can't you know if we were to drop a game or two early it doesn't mean anything the goal is still make the playoffs and once you're in the playoffs I mean you look at West Liberty from last year they went in I believe six and three and then went on a tear to make it all the way to the semifinals um, so it's definitely about that, that final process there's been teams that make it to the state championship. Um, you know, the first year that they expanded the playoffs, I think there was one or two teams in the state championship that had three or four losses. So it's all about um, it's all about the long haul. We have a lot of home games this year. That's mm -hmm. exciting. Not just that. Not just so there's five home games, but a couple of our away games are, are real close. Um, so going up to North Cedars only, I mean, that's basically a home game, 10, 10 miles to the north. So yeah, uh, hopefully should have a lot of people excited about tipping football and should have a lot of people at those games cheering for the Tigers. Talk about Comanche on September 27th. Mm -hmm. That one kind of threw me for a loop. Um, didn't really have much choice on that one. I, I would really prefer to play a late game. Um, hopefully it's not too hot. It'll be week five, so 445 shouldn't be too hot. Um, you know, I'm hoping, but um, I don't know. I think it'll be a good atmosphere for them. They get to play in, in, uh, in a different stadium. Um, a lot of seating should be pretty big, so hopefully we can we can talk that up a little bit and get them pumped for that. But how'd that come about? I have no idea. I, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard um, can't remember if it was late last year in May or early this summer, something like that. The AD, Mr. Fouch, told me this is what's going on, and they only have uh, they're not playing a, an opener. It's just gonna be the varsity game, so you're gonna play at 4:45. And okay, we'll do it. I mean, if there's no choice, there's no choice. We'll we'll make the adjustments. Did you go over to the Lumber King Stadium this summer to kind of scout the, <laughs> scout how things were? No, I haven't. I haven't been over that way. And 
I don't, I don't think I will. I don't know if any of them have, but um, football's football. When we get there, we if we're prepared, we should, should be just fine. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast. I look forward to talking to you this season. Good luck. Yeah, Go absolutely. Game. Thank you. Coach Corner Podcast. We're catching up with Tipton volleyball coach Amy Collender. Tigers are coming off a 39 and 4 2018, a state trip to the finals, second straight year at state. Coach, welcome on. Thank you. How are things going? You guys have, uh, um, is it hurry up and wait at this point? You guys have been in camp and then you went right into practice uh, about seven, ten days worth now, and you guys kind of know what you have. You kind of, um, How's yeah. it going? Yeah, it's going really good. So, yeah, like you said, we, we obviously did open gyms this summer, you know, had kids here and there when they could come. Um, we took a group of nine girls to um, Iowa State uh, for a team camp and did really well there. Saw some really good things uh, with graduating those girls last year. Um, and then, yeah, we had a whole week of uh, two practices a day where they worked hard. Um on all kinds of things that they need to work on. We scrimmaged on Sunday at Cedar Rapids Prairie, um, and we were happy with what we saw. We were missing Cameron Chapman on Sunday, and some kids came and went as they could because it was kind of added last minute. But we were happy with what we saw, and, um, yeah, what's happening here? You guys have had some good summers back to back to back to back. I mean, multiple seasons mm-hmm. um, in preparation, not just this summer. And that's helped. You know, you, you always are upbeat coming mm-hmm. into uh, preseason. You... Um, it just gives you a, a head start. Not that yeah, you're absolutely. the only, only team right. in the state that does that, right. but you guys especially, you know, we share athletes here mm-hmm. at the small school, yeah. and, you know, we have uh, softball players. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, yep. bless Basketball, them, county yeah, fair kids, yeah. uh, state yeah, fair kids. Fair kids. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think of Blake. Blake mm-hmm. was a fair mm-hmm. fair kid. And, you yeah, know, Alex is a fair kid. And, yeah, there's, yeah, lots of them. And, you know, the girls have just made that commitment to come in and, and come to Open Gym, which is, you know, all on them because they don't have to do that. And so, you know, they've made that that goal for themselves or for this team to continue to get better every day. And, and they know that to do that, they need to be in here working on their skills. You know, last year was great. Uh, Runner-up finish in the state, Class 3A. Summer was Class 3A Player of the Year. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are honors that uh, supersede, uh, uh, you know, a conference honor or something. Not Mm -hmm. that conference and uh, district honors are um, small potatoes, many stretch. But, you know, you guys have made your impact on the state level. And then you guys, uh, you don't see them until, you know, summer Mm -hmm. probably-ish, right before school gets Mm -hmm. out. What type of players are returning to you? You know, you have uh, three starters by my count. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's funny. You know, you talk to other people and other coaches, and it's like, how are they ever going to replace Mm -hmm. so-and-so and and do this? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, you have Summer. Mm -hmm. You have Cameron. You have Carly. Then you go keep going. Yeah, those are some key players right there from, yeah, from last year too. And, yeah, I mean, nobody, you know, really got to see – you don't get to see the JV. You know, the JV doesn't get those – accolades like the varsity does you know those girls worked day in and day out just to make those players better and where they were and in turn they got better and that's just been a huge 
you know, thing for our program is, you know, I never once, you know, those seniors were amazing and I care about them like they were my own kids, but I never was like, oh no, because I knew what we had on that practice side. And like I said, they just kept getting better and better every day and making that, that varsity of last year what they were secret may be you know some of these gals that are coming up from jv have played against those guys mm -hmm. for two years not yep. just last yeah. year yeah, and exactly. you know there's a lot to that you know mm -hmm. um nothing is jv competition by any stretch but you know you're trying to develop yourself right. trying mm -hmm. to get up there yep. but when you get um the high number of people that are going to be moving up this year mm -hmm. where they were kind of had the the their own yeah you basically had two teams last mm -hmm. year in in essence and um I'm sure there were some battles in the in the gym. And oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm guessing mm -hmm. sometimes they, they, they got their points. Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're exactly right. That's just what happened. You know, those girls, yeah, not only played against them for one, it was, it was two years straight. And, you know, they've been busting their butt day in and day out for two years. You know, they're ready to, to take take the reins now and, and take control of the team. So they're, they're itching and they're ready to get going. Everyone knows about Summer. She's going to the University of Utah. How's she doing here? Yeah, she's an amazing player. Summer is just a smart player. Of course, you know, 3A Player of the Year, I think even, you know, speaks even more volumes of her as being the captain of that all-tournament team for 3A from the team that got second place. You know, that's a big deal there um, and speaks volumes about what she can do. Um, the other thing is she makes people around her better. She knows the rules. She knows the game. Um, just a really good leader in that and again you know brings everybody up she's got a lot of experience talk about supporting cast or I don't know uh, sometimes that's kind of thrown out there when you look at Cameron you look at Carly two players that have played a ton of club volleyball um, two years ago you uh, uh, put Cameron in the center mm -hmm. uh, middle uh, front middle I can't think right now sorry yep, middle, middle hitter, yep. middle hitter. Mm -hmm. and um, you know she's she shined and yep. last year you saw it you know um, out of state, she was pretty important force in the middle. Yeah. You know, Carly's a important piece in the back row, yep. and you know, up the middle there, that's pretty good place to start to have your uh, um, some of your returners. Yeah, yeah, Cameron has done a great job. I'm really excited for people to see her. You know, I think every year she grows into her body more, and she's a tall girl, and you know, she just continues to grow and um, and get smart. She's and she's been a great leader. Uh, throughout the summer as well as as now and Carly Camberlin yeah you know you keep building up her confidence back there um, and and she keeps digging up balls and you know and doing what we need her to do. Coach how are some of these kids seniors you look at Bailey Schmidt and Grace Nichols and uh, I can't believe they're seniors but you know mm -hmm. they're gonna get their shot too and mm -hmm. they're pretty good hitters in their own right. Yeah exactly yep they really are you know Bailey can hit the ball. She got hurt um, this summer, so she's kind of working her way back in with that. Um, and Grace uh, was voted one of our captains, and you know she is able to hit those holes and those things that uh, you know you wouldn't always expect. And and she gets those things taken care of. So uh, that's been good. Both of them are quiet. Both of them have to keep working on you know their talking and and things like that. Quartet of juniors now. <laughs> Haley Stewart, Alex Hoffman, Ashlyn Downs, Kelly Leisure. And, you know, those are names that I'm familiar with because my daughter's in that grade. And, you know, they've each had their own uh, uh, time in the sun a little mm -hmm. last year with different sports, you know, with basketball, track, mm -hmm. um, even volleyball a little bit. Um, 
they're looking to make their mark too. Yep, absolutely. They're hard workers. They, you know, they were here most of the, you know, summer unless they were on a vacation or at the fair or somewhere like there. They're really hard workers. You know, they're wanting their time now too. Some of them I pulled up that first year we made it to state. Um, they dressed on that varsity team, so they've been there a couple years. And, and again, same with them, same as those seniors. They're ready to, you know, take over and, and be the leaders now. New, newcomers, anybody going to – who's going to fill out from there? Yeah, absolutely. Carly Puffer, as a sophomore, is a strong, smart player as well. She's played a lot of club this last year and just gotten better. She um, – I think she's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, she's strong. She makes a lot of plays, and she's a very versatile player. She could play anywhere we we needed her to play. Um, she could set. She could pass. You know, she she can do all of that stuff. So that makes her a really good um, asset to the team. Last year, I really honed in. You guys serve extremely well, and maybe that's just normal. But you guys seem to have a monopoly on good servers up and down. Is that going to be? Uh, I mean, have you seen that? Is that? Um, at times, no, at times we have, um, you know, it's just like anything on Sunday, you know, it's when we scrimmage, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new, you know, that whole thing, you know, beginning of the season, but yeah, at times we did really well with that. And then at times we struggled a little bit. The court we were playing on also was not of legal size in terms of, uh, the service line. So we didn't get to truly see, you know, them serve against another competition other than in our own gym. But, you know, when we're working on serve, serve, receive, they're, yeah, they're, they're making them work, the serve, receive. So that's really good. Everyone's going to look at who's not here. And the first question would be who replaces Amanda Smith? Yeah, that's Alex Hoffman. I think she's done a nice job, you know, uh, coming in. She's worked hard. She's got some things to continue to work on. Um, she's getting louder as she goes. You know, Alex has had to make that jump from a JV to a varsity mentality. And, you know, when you make that jump, you have to be the leader. When you're the setter, you're that quarterback, you're in charge there, and that's something that Alex uh, continues to work on um, with them. Does some of, you know, she played basketball, uh, started a few games, played a lot. Does some of that help in with Oh, that? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the you know, obviously difference in sports, but having that um, – yeah, varsity experience in that big, you know. A bigger crowd. Bigger crowd else. than, yes, exactly. You guys had a season-long 21-match win streak. Dropped the match trying to get to 22, then routed 12 straight to get to the championship game in Class 3A. You had a six-game winning uh, match win streak to start the season. Long win streaks were pretty important to last year's success. Yeah, yeah, we're, you know, like I said, we're going for that again. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know what we have, and that's one thing we talked about is they don't know. Of course, they know about Summer and Cameron um, and Carly there, but, uh, you know, they don't know what we have uh, around that. And um, so we're, you know, hoping to take that and use that as an advantage for us too. It's been kind of exciting for both coaches and players to kind of take the, take that under, um, lack of better words, maybe an underdog sort of like, hey, we'll just prove them wrong. Yeah, sort yeah, of thing. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you, they've talked about it. You, you know, you can sense it in a, in a sense, you know, even when we went Sunday, we didn't have Cameron. So, you know, people haven't really seen the true Tipton at all, um, you know, from practicing and those kinds of things. So yeah, we're, we're super excited where we sit right now. 
um, we felt good about Sunday, and um, we feel good about it moving forward here. Start the season again at Lisbon. It's been kind to us. It's a good uh, good place for us to be I, always, no matter what. This team, I think it, for, for us, I see, you know, the, the returners are going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another look against live competition yep. to see how people react. And you guys can get so much information yep. from that. You guys always do. But, you know, this year for this team, it's going to be a new set of mm-hmm. uh, data that you're going to collect. Yeah, absolutely. And we've talked about that a couple of times, too. You know, we had the same team basically for two years. So now, you know, all these new girls are making making an impact coming in. And, um yeah, you know, it's there's a few that are real tight races right now and it's going to come down to who who's going to show up on game day and who's going to do the most talking and uh, leading and those kinds of things. Coach, it's almost here. Thanks for coming in. Good luck. Thank you. Welcome back to the Coach Corner Podcast. We're catching up with Tipton Cross Country Coach Eric Walsh. The Tigers are underway in their preparations for the new season. Coach, welcome on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You guys have had uh, some recent success, some long success, and uh, success is kind of the key word here. How are things going? Really good. We're trying to build on you know the the success that we have uh, had in the past. Um, we're, we're we're still not going to change our approach to the season. We're going to start with working hard and getting our mileage in and and getting faster uh nothing is going to be just handed to us and so we're gonna just take every year like it's just just reset you know legendary ucla basketball coach john wooden had a pyramid of success and you know i kind of look at cross country as being this part of the pyramid is the base the 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 base square as you would say and you're trying to fill that in and some some got some corners are filled in more than others uh you don't always come in with the full complete base in but i'm guessing that's where you guys are right now yeah it always starts with your returners and we are lucky to have 10 senior boys and one senior girl this year and that's the kind of leadership that we need they've been there before they know what it takes to be successful many of them have ran at fort dodge and know what it takes to be at the state meet and so i'm really going to bank on that leadership uh to help drive the newcomers because we also have you know some really upcoming freshmen that are and future runners that you know really just need to be taught how to do it and 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 that's the advantage of being in this in a program that has had a history of success is that you know there's 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 always some mentoring going on amongst the teammates this may be the largest senior class you've had is that this is the largest senior class i've had and it started with good middle school coaches back in the day that did some real good recruiting and got numbers high and that's really what started to turn cross-country into the successful program is that we had high numbers and so yeah it's been fun watching them grow up the last four years and this is their chance to shine and and i've had a chance to meet with each of them individually and each of those seniors is is approaching the season like it's their last and they this is their time to to really do some things whether they're on the varsity team or even on the jv time to break some prs it's time to be the best runners they've ever been you guys have taken pride on the jv side as well you know you guys 
go out to BJV champs, essentially. Um, you know, mythical conference champs and all that. Not mythical, I'm sorry, not mythical, but, uh, you know, mythical state champs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a sense of pride, too. And those little things, you know, to keep kids involved, you know, kids can count numbers. They oh, know yeah. how many are on varsity. They know how many can be JV. And, you know, they know what the remainder is if it's a math problem. You know, they have, they're aware. And oh, yeah. that sort of thing can get people fired up, too. And, you know, it just goes back, you have a role on this team, whether you're number one or number whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of cross country. Everybody runs. There's no bench to sit on. The comical rally cry of the JV team is they always scream JV State. You know, I mean, they approach it as if they're one of beaten teams and they want to beat their competitors. And even though there is no next level for a JV athlete, they approach every meet like like they're going to bring home a trophy. You guys have five of the seven returners from the state champion team last year. First title since 1975. Expectations are high. Expectations are high, and uh, but again, as I as I said, we don't talk about that. Um, we that was that was last year. This is this year. We're going to start this year like we did every season, and that's put in the work, put in the mileage. Um, nothing is going to be given to us, and if anything, it's going to be harder this year because we have a giant target on our back. Everyone in our conference and district is going to be aware of our talent, and they're going to be gunning for us. And we we, if anything, have to be better. It's exciting, you know, it's not like you guys have not been at state, so you know how, how to kind of come back on a year after you've gone to state. So some of that, you know, concerns probably out the window on, on, you know, prep and, you know, all that stuff to get ready for the season, the next season. Yeah, we, 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 we go to Fort Dodge a lot, so we, we know what it takes. Um, we're really just focusing now on, on the buildup. You know, it's, it's a lot of kids maybe, you know, didn't get the mileage in this summer that they should have. Point is, is we're building slow. We're, 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 we got, we got some work in front of us. We, we're not, we're not quite ready to be top of our game yet. We want to peak in October. That's what I tell the kids. Peak in October, not October or August. I mean, so you know, we're, we're building up slow. Familiar faces, names back: Caleb Shoemaker, Trent Pelzer, Landon Hill, Andrew Olsen, Cody Bowman, and then you keep going. You have people like Rezac. You have people that keep on going past that. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just going to, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, the names to go on forever. We got uh, Brandon Villette's going to dual sport football and cross country. We got Rezac, who's running hard in practice. We got Cody, Bo Cody Bowman, who did a lot of mileage this summer, who's going to have a breakout year. Uh, the On the young side, we got two freshmen, uh, uh, Brody Deerberg, which you probably remember that name from his older brother Bryce, was a longtime cross country uh, star. Uh, Ty Nichols is a freshman that's going to go places this year. Uh, we we got two new 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 runners that moved into the district, which is going to be exciting. One is Jackson Edens. He's one of the top runners in the state that their family moved to Tipton, so I'm excited to have him as a part of our our, our, our community. You guys uh, have equal excitement. Um, I mean, it's exciting every time you start a new season. It's exciting to get you know, it's a family. You know, you see mm -hmm. the the kids more than the parents do sometimes. Just because that's how the process works. And, you know, it's exciting to see old friends. It's exciting to see uh, family members. And, mm -hmm. you know, cross-country lends itself to that because there's the common heart. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. And I, and I would be remiss to not mention the girls. I mean, we have incredible young talent on the girls' side. And the, and the thing is, is that's coupled with good leadership on the upperclassmen. I mean, Elizabeth Bierman is, is trying cross-country for the first time. Uh, she was a longtime swimmer and a really hard-working athlete. Uh, we got 
Corinne Wallach, who's a freshman this year. Wallachs are a long line of runners. Um, family has produced a lot of cross-country stars. Uh, speaking of Wallachs, Callie's coming back and Rachel's coming back. Both of those two have, you know, Fort Dodge experience. And uh, Ashlyn Curry is a senior leader. Um, look for breakout seasons from people like Allie Nash. You recognize that name from her talents on the golf course. Um, just really good athletes, and I think that's where it starts. And all of those girls are just really willing to work hard. And, and, and a name that pops into my head in that regard is Alyssa Menti. I'm really impressed with the way that she approaches practice. So, so anyway, I mean, and, and I feel bad if I'm leaving somebody out, but pretty much in any given day, some new leader emerges and, and you impress people in cross country when, when you work hard. Becca Stroop's another guy. Becca Stroop, exactly. Six of seven from the lineup last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just sheer returning numbers on the, on the, on the cross country kind of atmosphere outside of Tipton has to look at that and be excited too and be like, oh, Tipton, we may have to figure out what to do with them this year, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the girls, the only problem with the girls has always been depth. We never have very many of them. And I, 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 I talk to the, the, the girls about that. And, I like, every every runner counts more so than the boys. Because if you only have nine girls and you're, you're running seven, then, you know, somebody has a bad day or somebody gets injured or somebody isn't on their game, then that, that really is, is we're all in trouble. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot more unity on the girls' team. And I think that's what that's what – makes them that will be their asset that makes them go to Fort Dodge this year is it too early to say concerns or things you're looking to oh, work on above past this base there's there's some injury bugs going around uh Gabe Peach who you recognize that name from one of our our, our stars from last year he he's got a knee issue one of our seniors Gail, uh, Gavin Baylitz is, is dealing with some issues we're banged up a little bit you know I mean there's a lot of kids that are out for a lot of sports and, you know, a lot of them were baseball players and, you know, there's, there's, there's ongoing injuries that you always got to work on and things like that. Um, but we are aware of them, you know, and, and, and we're taking the proper measures and I think we'll be all right in October. You know, what's funny is, you know, I always ask this question is you don't know what kids coming back to you the next year. And you, you mentioned a bunch of names here today and, you know, there's a different bunch of names that are back to you and you know you don't know the unknown name that's gonna oh, rise exactly. up and that's what makes it great that's what makes it fun and in any given day somebody will just shine at practice and it just makes me smile i mean and there's and i always respect the people that try things new there's a young guy named zach fisher who is trying cross country i think this is his first time he's ever been out for a sport and uh he's been to every summer run and kicks butt in practice i mean he just does it the right the right way and i'm really hoping that he has a breakthrough year he he, he he's, he's he's doing it through hard work and, and again I, I respect people that are willing to stick their neck out and try things for the first time because running is hard you know and cross country is a hard sport especially when you're trying to get into shape and so i mean respect to those people that try it coach angles is back too i saw her floating around here this morning so that's kind of exciting too you guys have been uh, um stable as far as you know, some some programs see people in and out year, maybe two years or whatever, and you know that stability too helps with building a program. Oh, exactly. I couldn't do it without Jill Engels. Um, she's a quality track coach on the girls' program, so she brings ex expertise in that regard. Um, she's got the personality that gels well with mine. Yeah, I mean, she she's the heart and soul of this team as well, and uh, uh, the, the the kids will admit that you know they have a strong bond with Jill as well. Coach, thanks for coming on this morning. We look forward to seeing how the story unfolds this season. Good luck.
Welcome back to the Coach Corner Podcast. We're catching up with Tipton swimming coach Whitney Gears. The Tigers are coming off a state appearance in 2018. They have several players back, and the preparations for the season are underway. Coach, welcome on. Thank you, Ryan. That was a lot to say this time, and that was good to say. It's uh, uh, several good swimmers uh, that got you guys to the state, and several swimmers collectively are back this year, too. Yeah, all of our state swimmers are back. Um, we did, uh, we lost one senior, Artica Dykstra, and uh, Liz Bierman this year is a junior, and she was one of our alternates, and she decided that she wanted to try cross-country this year. But everyone else is back. How's it going? Uh, you know, the the Aquatic Center has construction going on. We're actually recording here in Muscatine. It's uh, a nice little... Um, they have their own uh, construction that's happened. As we look across here, it's brighter. And yep, for they, those that have uh, been there, it's... Yep. They got new bleachers this year. So those got put in while we were here over the summer. We came here over the summer twice a week. Um, we got to know the other team pretty well. Um, it was nice to get to know the coach and and um, listen to some of his stories and philosophies and, and get to know him better. And the girls, uh, I think this is a, it's a benefit that they get to have another home field advantage. Um, the girls that were here all summer, and we've been here the last two weeks every day practicing with the Muscatine team, and we've been sharing the pool with them every day. How's it been going? You guys have uh, some expectations this year. You have some... Uh... Uh, you retained a lot of the girls last year from the new ones, and that's kind of exciting too. Yeah, we uh, we actually don't have any new swimmers this year. Uh, we didn't have any freshmen come out for the team, um, so we're a little smaller this year than we would like. Um, but again, it's a really strong core team that we have. Everyone's carried over. Um, a lot of girls came over this summer. Twice a week we're coming, and... And they worked really hard, and it's definitely showing now. Once we started the season officially, they were they're ready to go, um, which is great. And, and I couldn't have said that last year necessarily in the beginning of the year. Um, we didn't have a club team this summer, and I, I noticed that also. And um, where they would have been able to practice at home a lot more with the club team, and we just didn't have that this summer. So not as many swam club over the summer. So, seniors back, uh, Allie Anderson, Brittany Ford, Sarah Webb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Place. And I've been working with them since middle school. So it's great to, and they know they've been swimming together even longer. So, I, I think it, they're excited for this year um, and have something, again, to, to work for and goals to reach. Add junior Zoe Stonebreaker, Kaylee Clark, um, Maddie Swick. To that mix too. Yep, yep. Again, um, another group of girls that have been swimming, swimming together uh, for a long time, um, and and very strong, good leaders that that are that are carrying the team this year. The five sophomores are back, and they uh, provided a little spark of energy. They were kind of exciting to uh, watch last year. They had some development. Um, they really each had their own kind of niche stroke, I thought. Yeah, and they, and like I said, and they that was actually the core group that came a lot this summer, um, and you can definitely tell that that they had been here and they they're ready to go. So I'm I'm thankful that they all came back and, and they work hard at practice and and um, and they're very good at at listening and wanting to improve um, themselves every day. Ryan, Maley, Sabra. Maley's not back. So we have. Uh, Ryan, uh, Hannah, Sabra, Corinne, and Alicia. Um, and then I guess we, um, 
Samara Von Thun, she swam in middle school, and she decided to come back out and try it again this year. Okay. So you guys haven't had the the a state come uh, people come back after this is the first first time you guys have had for under since you've been here people come back yeah. off of a state trip yeah. what's well, that last year being the first state trip you know and since i had been here um and then to have those returners come back i'm excited for this year to see what they can do and, and I, I you know last year we only made it in the two relays and i, and I hope that we can get there in the three at least this year Last year was the first year of the new qualification system and some of that stuff. And you know, out of state, they they exceeded their expect their yeah. their seed. If it was like a basketball thing, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, but I mean that's all I can think of. You know, they exceeded where they were. They finished higher yeah. than, mm-hmm. they, and, than they were. And what I really did like when we finished um, in that, I don't remember now what really it was, but we finished in the top 24. So to me, that was even more reinforcing that that we were meant to be there, and we were originally, you know, we, were, we made that top 24. It's going to be exciting to see how that works. You know, this year, like you said, there's potential. Individuals, you take those kids off those relays, and you hope that another year in the pool, another year closer to being done with school itself and graduation, um, maybe there's an emergency on their part. You know, uh, uh, Brittany's a good breaststroke. Uh, Zoe and Allie have some good freestyle. Maddie Swick's pretty good wherever you put her you know uh, ryan same way um kaylee clark improved a lot you know some of these gals sarah's in there too i mean there's going to be uh, some some opportunity to uh I mean, you got some flexible shuffle options yeah, last I can year shuffle around if i have to yeah i think that's going to carry over this yeah. year mm-hmm. yeah so concerns right now if you uh, uh just getting in, your own pool. getting in our own pool <laughs> and you know we have our first meet which is a home meet on thursday you know six days and we haven't had one practice in there yet. So the hope is that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday we'll be in the water before the meet and hopefully they'll feel comfortable enough to to be ready for that with only three days of practice. We start off a parents' night, so hopefully fingers crossed that's gonna work. So that's first of three meets. So thanks for coming on the podcast. Good luck this year. Go get them. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you for listening to the Coach's Corner Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about this program, please email me at conservativesports at gmail.com. Also, follow along with sports coverage in the Tipton Conservative newspaper this fall for North Cedar, Tipton, Wilton, and Durant Athletics. You can follow along on Twitter with the handle at Consports. That's my Twitter account. I also have a Facebook page called Tipton Conservative Sports, or you can find me on Instagram as well. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll see you at the game.